We begin with this sad announcement. The contest to win a vintage unopened case of vanilla ice action figures has been cancelled due to lack of interest. In other news, John has been removed as prize coordinator and applications are sought for his replacement. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 137, for the week of Wednesday, the 8th of October, 2014. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. Adam. And John. This episode is brought to you by the Pop Culture Superstore and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Sideshow Collectibles Red Sonya Premium Format Statue, and our discussion topic is a toy history of Marvel's avenging archer, Hawkeye. Yay! All in the same room, actually doing a show together. Oh, nice. Freaky. I I never left. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So you're the one that kept setting off the security alarms. Yeah. Sorry, John. Kept getting Arnold out of bed repeatedly. Sorry, Arnold. Hey, John, how are you? I'm good. You're good? good. We're about to hit that uh, time of the year that's hard for the podcast where we were about to uh, go forward in time and you're about to go back, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, it is uh, five degrees C here today. Oh, nice! Sounds Yuck. awesome. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. rainy. So we'll we'll enjoy you while we've got you. So okay. when do you, when do you adjust your clock? Mm, not for another month, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Ours so, is yeah. tonight. Got a few weeks of grace then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always an icky time, and I'm I'm on early early to rise tomorrow. Very exciting. <laughs> but you've been well otherwise. Oh, yeah, I've been great. You've been great. great. It's just cold here. Yeah, just cold. Cold, rainy, busy. Awesome. Dreadful spring day here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And young Adam, what about you? <laughs> I'm well. We had a an awful 30 degree or 32 degree day. Nah, too much for me. <laughs> yeah, too hot. Um, other than that, haven't been doing much that's useful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Ben, these guys have made it really hard to top. Um, what about you? Uh, well, I decided the other day that since my garage has become unmanageable uh, and and there is just way too much stuff in there that it was time to get serious, throw out a whole bunch of stuff and get some stuff on eBay, you know, all the usual sort of stuff you've been threatening to do for a while now. Yeah. But I thought I actually need space in order to sort things. So I rented a small storage unit and I thought what I'll do is I'll just stuff that I know I'm definitely going to keep, I'll move into the storage unit just to get it out and and make some space and start organising. And so I started with the really easy, obvious, <clears throat> obvious stuff, and they were the empty boxes to a lot of my statues. Yeah. And I'm loading these boxes into the storage unit when I thought, wow, this is actually pretty impressive when you come to this point in your collecting career when you're actually renting an external storage space for your empty cardboard boxes. <laughs> 
I don't know anybody who does that. No, um, no, no, no. I must be the first. Mm. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe it. I thought I'm I'm actually moving empty cardboard boxes and paying to store them elsewhere. Yeah. I know so, my, my attic, I've got a bunch of uh, open <clears throat> blister cards for Star Wars figures that one of these days I just need to go pull all the cards off, ditch the blisters. <laughs> well, that's what's really frustrating because attics are incredibly uncommon in Australia. Yeah. Um, I mean, we get such warm summers that I think anything that was in your ceiling would just bake, basically. So, Well, that's why it's up, you know. That's why it's that stuff. I mean, I would never store anything, uh, you know, too valuable up there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've been thinking, because I have the, the same thing. I've had it for a while. Actually, when I had my um, unit in Canberra, because when you first kind of take it out, they say, so, you know, just vaguely, what are you going to be storing? <laughs> and I told her, and the lady thought it was hilarious. Every time I saw her, she was like, and how, have your, how are your boxes of boxes? <laughs> she was like, so, I've, I said, basically, I've got, like, storage, you know, big plastic storage containers of empty boxes that for mm. stuff I collect. And she was like, so, you're going to be storing boxes of empty boxes. <laughs> like, yeah. So, she thought it was hilarious. Uh, yeah. I, I just said stuff. 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 All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like, well, it's just too embarrassing. The guy that um, uh, works at the storage unit that I have now listens to our show. Oh. Hi, David. Hi. He's a predator collector. Nice. No, he, nice. like, yeah. Uh, sorry, if the, sorry if there was a pause there. He collects predator things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From the movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, no worries. But anyway. Hey, little girl, you want some candy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, no, he's taking them off the streets. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, putting them in storage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we we uh, uh, we have a lot in common and came to a very nice arrangement, so it's all good. Um, so, um, how was uh, your getaway, Mister Scotty? Uh, we had an awesome family holiday. It was really, you know, we booked a apartment up on the Gold Coast on the internet, and you kind of never know. Like I checked the reviews and everything, but yeah, we lucked out. It was really great. So we. Um, and the, the cool thing was that we just happened to be up there at a time of year when uh, a number of other people that we know were up there as well. And so basically almost every night that we were there, we had dinner with a different set of friends that we haven't seen in a while. So, oh, cool. yeah, so it was really awesome. Like the one night that we didn't have that on, the kids were like, oh, I feel kind of, you know, bereft tonight that we're not actually having dinner with someone. <laughs> um, so no, but it was great. And then we all, um, they all flew back home and I flew away for a week, but I'm home for a week now. So it's all good. Getting reunited with pets I haven't seen for two weeks. So <laughs> all good. Walked into my room here and was like, oh my God, I've got so much toy mess to clean up. No, it's tough. It, well, I know. It's like, I just have got too much crap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got plans. I've got, I've got the same uh, garage situation, not, not toy stuff, but because we move ever since we moved and you like change furniture and we just got so much stuff in the garage so I'm going to get a skip. Yeah. That's yeah. my plan. I I hate throwing stuff away that could be used by someone, you know, but at the end of the day you kind of just have to go. This has to go. Got to yes. go. So, yeah, but we're good. We are good. And uh we um we got a very late show up last week. Um and a very short show, but thanks to each of you for contributing your bit. And uh 
we didn't want to, you know, we've managed to go 136 or or more really weeks without missing a week. I didn't want to miss one and we got there in the end. So yeah, yeah. but this will be a full proper length show. Maybe. Well, unless, (laughs) you know, John storms out again. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we should give it a go and we should get started with some articulated news. Okay. Okay. I'm Dr. Wily. My robots and I will control the world as soon as we get rid of that blue dweeb Mega Man and his robot dog rush. Bomb Man, make sure they have a blast. What? Mega Man's taking over the bomb? Good man, watch out. Mega Man can use your own power against you just like that. Okay, Mega Man, can you stop Proto Man and Guts Man at the same time? I don't think so. Mega Man, collect them all from Bandai. Well, as always, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news isn't all the news. It's just the things that have caught our eye and uh, have, we have felt noteworthy this week. And Adam, you are going to kick us off, so give us some news. Thank you, thank you. The first thing I have is that apparently Disney are no longer going to be using Mattel as their toy manufacturer distributor. Oh, snap. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're over to Hasbro. Whoa. I bet they've been listening to the podcast. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, you know, those guys have just had too many red cards in the Action Figure Blues podcast. I think we need to sever our multi-trillion dollar business relationship with them. Yeah. It's possible that I've been, you know, talking to Scott Neatlick to try and negotiate the New Deal and things oh, just didn't God. work out. <laughs> that is going to be huge, though, really, because I got to think that Disney's a good chunk of money income for oh, yeah. Mattel. Oh, yeah. And that, that might swap the number one toy spot for them. Yeah. Yep. I will yeah, I could swing it that way. I've actually, you know what? Go ahead, Ben. I was just going to say, I've actually got good reason now to stalk the uh, the aisles of the toy stores that feature, you know, this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Ladies, right? Yeah, it was before. Ladies. It was creepy. But, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, at my local Toys R Us, there is an entire aisle just devoted to that crap, like just the Disney princesses. Yeah. There is tons and tons of it. Yeah, so just to um, clarify, from from our understanding, I think we're just talking the Disney princess license, not all yes. Disney stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of merchandise. Oh, for for sure. Well, the, the um stuff that we're quoting here, you know, is talking about for Mattel that you know Barbie sales have fallen, Monster High sales have dipped, but the Disney Princess sales are up. Um, so that is going to be a huge thing for yeah. them. Huge. Yeah. Well, see, you remember when Disney bought um Lucasfilm and Marvel? There was talk at the time they were going to buy Hasbro too. Mm. And I wonder if this is part yeah. of like the start. Yeah, step one. It would kind of make sense, wouldn't it? Like yeah. from from the point of view of having a uh, you know a ready made um, licensing arm, basically um, to you know because obviously if they own it, then they're not going to be paying themselves licensing yeah. to produce yeah. this stuff. So that's right. Um, you know, it kind of it kind of makes sense. So um, and if it if the licensing uh, stuff became a non-issue it might actually make an impact on the kind of things that we could see you know particularly on the the uh marvel side yeah oh yeah yeah that's probably just dreaming but well that almost guarantees you'd never see a fantastic four action figure ever again (laughs) or an x-men action figure ever again true well that's true yeah Uh, i hadn't thought about that (laughs) okay adam something else 
uh, we have more fantastic Tamashi effects parts. Hey, I listened to a really good review about one of those recently. Yeah, I wonder where you heard that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but Mm. it it was informative. The guy was a little bit annoying, but I, you know, I learned a lot. Excellent. Yeah. So this set is, well, there's two versions of essentially the same thing. Um, There's an explosion part, so it's basically a big blowing up-y effect. Uh, well, three different blowing uppy, blowing uppy effect. Blowing yeah, blowing uppy effect. effect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, blowing up add that to the lexicon. Yeah. <laughs> Punch your hands and blowing uppy. Yep. Three different ones in a pack. You can get them in like a an orange tone. They're calling that the red version, or you can get it in like a kind of a dust, kind of grey color, and they're calling that the grey version. I love it. Yep. Mm. So yeah. I've I've ordered two sets of each already. <laughs> this is oh, these are brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. So. I'm actually thinking about, after your review, I'm thinking about um, some of this stuff for my DC uh, Play Arts Kai DC variant stuff. Yeah. Um, they're probably a little bit big for it, but I reckon, you know, because you know, it could be fun. Yep. Uh, the other thing that they've also announced is a Tamashi Stage Act Ring Corner. So this is a... A wrestling ring or the corner of a wrestling ring. Um, it's got the the whole posts and ropes, and it's got a mat part, and it comes with two special support arms um, to make sure that you can get your guys in the poses you want, uh, which I think is kind of cool. Um, I'm sure WWE guys probably already have all their own wrestling um, ring stuff themselves, but the only thing I hope this means is that they're going to announce some kind of Santo and Blue Devil. Um, figure art set because that'd be awesome. This but, has got um, big Raj written all over it. Oh, it? for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I know what you're saying about that. The diehard WWE guys would have the ring, but this is a you know a smaller piece. Yeah, so it's just that, a segment. Yeah, that is a little bit more kind of normal display friendly as to take up your whole desk. Mm. You know, thing. So I can definitely see. Yeah, this is great. I think it's great to see people. Um, producing stuff that isn't license specific. Hey, yep. uh, Mr. Adam. Yep. That um that that nondescript grey dude that they feature in all their stuff is that actually a yes. real figure? Um, I believe it's a real figure, but you can't actually buy it. What a shame. Every time, yeah, every time they solicit effects parts using the the grey blank, there are millions of requests of when are you guys going to release the grey blank so we can buy it and <laughs> modify it and yeah. Is he real or is he CG? I'm pretty sure he's real. I love the um, I love the one, uh, the explosion one with the two grey guys being blown backwards. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just, just looking at that. Freaking awesome! I'm like, I need, I need nondescript grey guys to blow up. I know. <laughs> you can kind of see like some Marvel Legends henchmen getting, you know, blown. Yes. Yeah. Does yeah. it come with the stand things? I Is bet it, it doesn't. Because the, where do you get those? The flame effect. The flame effect one didn't. Mm. Um, you'll be able to buy them separately. I think they come, they go for about 12 to 15 bucks for a set of, I want to say three stands. And, and what, what scale are they ideal for? Um, I've got them or using them with my, um, figure arts and they're all kind of six inch scale. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you want to use them on something like, uh, I assume all the play arts figures are the same kind of scale. No, no, no. bigger. <laughs> no, but I mean they're all kind of consistently the same size. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the Street Fighter ones are the same size. Yeah. As, yes. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> so from that point of view, 
a female figure, you can get away with one stand, but um, a male figure, you probably need two. Hmm. Um, yeah. the, the um, I think as I mentioned when I reviewed the Batgirl from the TC variant line, the stands are real that come with those are really um cumbersome. Yeah, and uh, I wouldn't mind trying some different ones because you do need them. They're they're too topple proof otherwise. Oh, no, sorry, not topple proof enough otherwise. Yeah, they're... but these look cool. Yep. Yes. Yep. Do, do they have peg holes? The explosions it doesn't really show us. Um, no, I, I'm about oh. <laughs> Sure. Uh, the, hold on, I've got Batgirl right here because she fell off the other day. Let's see. No peg right. holes. Yeah, yeah. No peg holes. No pe- she fell off and she fell in the bin. And, mm. yeah, the cleaner was like, um, I didn't throw this out because she looked kind of, like, weird but expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much sums up my whole collection. No, no peg holes. All right. Can't help you then. All right. Okay. Anyway, carry on. Moving on. Um the last bit of news that I've got is Koto Bakuya. Oh my god. They're going to sue us one go. day for yeah. a constant mangling of their name. <laughs> ben, Ben's Koto Bukaya. Japan declares just, war on the AFB podcast. Just to annoy you. Ugh. <laughs> Go on. Anyway, that company <laughs> have announced that they're doing a, um, a maximum carnage, one six scale fine art statue of carnage. True. Um, <laughs> As opposed to a maximum carnage fine art scale statue of the Invisible Woman, or like, well, there yeah. are a lot of other characters in Maximum Carnage. True. Oh, okay, True. I don't even know what that is. It was from like ninety one. Oh, yeah, I was too busy getting married. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Yeah. Carnage goes crazy and tries to kill pretty much everyone in New York. Spider Man continually decides he's going to fight him, and then no, he's not. And then yes, he is, and then no, he's not. Anyway, uh, uh, what does he decide in the end? Uh, I think they end up fighting him. Okay. What's actually really interesting is I've never seen the appeal of Carnage. I thought the original introduction of Venom was quite clever. I was actually reading Amazing Spider-Man. I remember reading the issue where Venom was introduced and thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. And then, of course, they, you know, Marvel being Marvel, had to go and exploit it to death and created Carnage and numerous other uh, uh, symbiote-infused characters. But um, So Carnage never really appealed to me, you know, that sort of... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I was in my local comic shop yesterday and I was chatting away to the owner, Hi D, and um, there was a couple of young guys walking around and I'd never seen them before. And they were sort of wandering, looking, 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 and then one of them suddenly, you know, blurts out, Oh, cool, carnage. And ha! You know, there you go. Picks up and I thought, Okay, that's that's why we have fine art statues, because, you know, he has fans. And I, I was quite surprised. So <laughs> There you go. There you go. Well, yeah. it, hopefully those fans like statues. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks good for what it is, quite clever with all the tendrils and stuff coming out. Really? Uh, I, I honestly, I mean, these are obviously just production shots, but to me it looks like a craft project. I'm not really, yeah. like, I don't know. He's one of those people who I think there's a bit of artistic license when he's um, illustrated. They, you know, it's like venom with the tongue and the teeth and all that sort of thing. But yeah, 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 that is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, that ends Adam's news, <laughs> sure does. and that means it's my turn. Um, now, next in the McFarlane Walking Dead comic series, uh, we have. Jesus. Yep. Oh. But this is not like 
Jesus as in H. Christ. This yeah. is Jesus as in the character Jesus from the comics. And this is the New York Comic Con exclusive. And so, of course, there is a color version and a black and white version. I'm sure that there must be... Oh, it's blood splattered. Oh, good. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there you go, if you are a Walking Dead fan. And gosh, I have to say, I, I really am so tempted by some of the comic things, the um, you know comic new Rick and Andrea that are out, and uh, there's a, the color versions and then the black and white blood splatter versions. They look so good. Um, so I remember uh, I quit reading with issue 100 and yeah, he'd only just sort of been introduced back yeah. then. And so he was actually introduced as a, you know, as a kind of figure that took on that name. It's He's not like a Hispanic dude named Jesus or anything. I I don't know. I'm with you. I quit at 100. Um, hmm. So I'm not really up on um, mm. What, I was hoping he was the guy from The Big Lebowski, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, you better get along to uh, New York Comic Con if you want one of these. <laughs> um, okay, so then something that's dear and close to my heart, of course, is Aquaman. And the next DC uh, direct-to-video uh, fil- animated film is Justice League Throne of Atlantis introducing Aquaman. Um, now, the issue that I had with uh, the last uh, one, which was supposed to be like a rendition of the New 52 Justice League, is that they swapped out Aquaman for Shazam. Um, but the reason that they did was because they wanted to do a whole movie based on his meeting of them, etc. Um, and we knew these were coming, but these are actual in-hand shots of Aquaman, Ocean Master, Black Manta, and someone labeled Mira that doesn't look that looks kind of like artemis really i was gonna say yeah that looks a lot like artemis yeah so i mean why or why they had to change her look i have no idea um but I've, i'll be getting these of course um, so <laughs> what scale oh six inch yeah i mean they, they, they look um that that photo of them all together does kind of think oh how big are they but they are mm. six inch the the um these are gonna go in style with the uh, Justice League War figures from that last movie. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, so because this is like the start of a new DC animated universe yep. thing. So that's good. And those were quite good figures. Um, so, and I, I suspect as, well, who knows? I suspect as DC collectibles has been doing that, they'll probably stick with the animated packaging that they had for the last ones, which would be good if you mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. So, but these look quite good. Any ocean, anything with Ocean Master in it is a winner, as far as I'm concerned, because he's such a cool figure that spent so much time getting no action figure love. So. You know, I was at Walmart a few weeks ago, and uh, they had some of those Total Justice figures hanging there mm-hmm. on the pegs, and they were all on the pegs except for one that was laying in the middle of the aisle, and that was Aquaman. He <laughs> <laughs> was trying to get away. Mm. <laughs> figured some kid picked him up and said, who is this? And just threw yeah, him that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Blah, what's that? Drop. So but that I'll look forward to that. That'll be that'll be cool. Um and then another announcement from the Kotobukiya Artifacts line, and this is just a tease at this stage, but it is a Marvel She-Hulk Artifacts statue, and uh, the tease has her in the um, super stereotypical I'm flexing my arm, aren't I strong 
look, which means that this will probably be a pass for me. Yeah, pretty weak. I'm uh, tired. Really tired of that sort of stuff. Um, I don't understand at what point she became like some sort of mega bodybuilder, but you know, I guess when you're six foot eight or whatever, yeah, super it, strong, they have no choice but to portray you as some giant muscular Amazon. Yeah, I mean, it's the same. It's the same deal as um, Power Girl. They keep doing mm. this now. I, I am a little bit confused because I know that we were meant to be getting a um, She-Hulk Bishojo. Um, statue. So I'm assuming this is different and not not mislabeled um, in the in the press release. But I guess time will tell. Yeah. Um, so because I'm pretty sure that the Bishojo, um that we we've seen art for has got the the flexing look. Oh, yeah. So this could be this might actually be the Bishojo mislabeled as artifacts. We shall we shall see. Yeah. Um, I I really like She Hulk. Um, but. You know, I and I, I just don't think it it's necessary to always that she always has to be standing like that. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Well, that is my news, Mister John. Over to you. Well, Lego has brought back a property that they had done a long time ago, and I think was well loved. And now they're coming back with their pirates. So it looks like they've got some new sets coming for 2015. Uh, maybe about six of them. Um, of course, there's a pirate ship, um, a port, and then some smaller sets like a shipwreck defense that looks like a part of a wreck ship with a cannon and a couple of minifigures. So um, they look fantastic, I think. Kind of playing into that whole Pirates of the Caribbean thing now that Megablox isn't doing that. So, yep. Just in time for uh, the next installment of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Well, yeah, some it, people will be snapping these up. It's a good um, business model uh, now that Lego is just doing so well. Um, you know, they should be doing unlicensed stuff too, because obviously they make more money from that. So, mm. um, you know, it makes makes sense. People love Lego. We were yeah. at the, this conference that I was at. Like we were in the exhibition hall, and we were right across from the Lego Robotics um, people. Mm was super fun. They gave us a whole bunch of stuff when they were leaving because they didn't want to take it on the plane. <laughs> like, you guys have got Actually. kids? You want to take stuff back? I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got kids, but this is for me. But anyway, thanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, the octopus with the uh, soldier's outpus. Outpus, yeah. The soldier's outpus. Um, no, the outpost. Um, <laughs> there's an octopus with it, and I really love him. He's pretty cool. Is this the first Lego octopus? I don't think Surely so. Surely not. Um and then with the ship, the Brick Bounty, they uh, looks like they maybe redid the shark a little bit because he's got the the sawtooth nose. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. But I think it's the regular shark body. So some clever stuff there. A peg leg pirate. So if you ever wondered how Lego would do that, you get your chance. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, moving on from there, um, NECA continuing their video game classic eight uh, bit figures. Um, we're seeing a Rambo in seven-inch form, and he's got bright orange pants and a bear <laughs> upper chest. So. He's very orange, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Looks looks good. I I don't know. I, I saw this earlier in the week, and I was like trying to figure out they the, what they did with the paint. But he almost looks like that shell shell. I cannot talk today. Cell shaded art that you see in some stuff now, kind of mm-hmm. like the uh, Grand Theft Auto type stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I see what they're trying to do with that. I don't actually think it really works in a 3D action figure, though. It To me, it looks like, you know, I had a toy and then my kid brother grabbed it and scribbled on it with a marker. <laughs> and I shot him. Well, you know, he comes with a, a orange bow and arrow to kind of round out the whole ensemble with a, looks like probably a rocket launcher and a knife in a sheath. Yeah, but they, they don't match because no one scribbled on them with black marker. Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Probably green, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, we only had so many colors in our video games back then. Yeah, that's true. But this is obviously something that Necker is applying to pretty much everything they own. But they're doing it really well. I, I do think they, they are. You know, I think some are working better than others. Yeah, but uh, in the packaging, the packaging is what really sells all. Yeah, these, yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, I think they're doing such a good job of the packaging that I can't see too many people displaying these figures loose. Uh, you know, actually, um, it's surprising the number of them I've seen loose mm. in pictures online. Oh, there you go. But, I'll just shut up then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> people, people just love their... I just realized that the arrow is separate from the bow. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's got to be some kind of hazard. We, we need to tell somebody. Oh, there should be laws against this. I mean, if Mattel can do the right thing and, you know, glue all their arrows onto their bows. Yeah. Mm, Unacceptable. Now, John, your last bit of news is a potential money pit for me. <laughs> I, I think all of us may be in this this boat because uh, our good friends at Funko have somehow wrested away the license for Despicable Me and are making mystery minis. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, you got uh, Dr. Nefario <laughs> and a purple minion, three other minions, uh, Gru's dog, the girls grew, of course, and you cannot have not have a line like this without a fluffy unicorn. Gru's so. <laughs> um, dog didn't actually get a name, did it? I don't know. I, I was trying to come up with one in my head, and I don't remember him ever no, getting no, a name. Mention it. Hmm. They all look pretty cute, though. I, uh, actually, the only one that I don't think really nails it is Gru. Yeah, he looks like he's about 12. Yeah, it's not quite... I mean, the rest of them are just fabulous, but the Guru actually falls a bit short for me. Well, the other thing that they, they announced at the same time is they're doing a couple more pop vinyls because they had been doing those. Um, one is a hula minion, <laughs> uh, and the other is the uh, fire alarm minion. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nino, I, Nino, Nino. <laughs> I may have to get the fire alarm minion. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Uh, you know they're they're continuing to knock it out of the park with these these mystery minis and um, I actually was at a Walmart and they had the Game of Thrones ones, uh, the Walking Dead ones, and they had something else and they had the at alien Walmart figure. Yeah, wow. They had like four or five of the alien figures, the huh. retro ones. So um, you know they're getting out there and it's good to see them at Walmart. So indeed, that's very good. Yeah, and the price was good too because I actually got a. A duplicate Joffrey, which I don't know what I'm going to do with now. So, mm. no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, from the um, affordable to the not so, but uh, still exciting, Ben. <laughs> well, it just goes to show the power that the action figure blues empire has over the toy empire. industry. Oh, it's an empire now. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Because. Uh, you know, after two years of uh, pissing and moaning about the lack of hot toys... Don't forget complaining and whining 
and uh, <laughs> oh, and, and oh. you know everything in between, yeah, all around carrying on. Yep, yep. Um, we suddenly got thrust upon us at very short notice: uh, Hot Toys, Han Solo, and Chewbacca. <laughs> and uh, boy, howdy! They they came out and they were pretty much up for order the next day, so <laughs> they didn't waste any time. Uh, so I got uh, notified uh, of these by uh, Jared. And uh, a friend of AFB who sent me a message to say, hey, check it out. And I thought he was kidding. Uh, jumped on the Facebook page and there they were. And uh, I just, Chewbacca is beyond my wildest expectations. I, I continued for a long time wondering how they would actually pull off a, a six-scale uh, Chewbacca, just the way they would do the fur, etc. And, you know, it's Hot Toys. We really didn't need to worry um, Chewbacca just looks astonishing. The, yeah. the the head sculpt, the way the fur hangs. Um, you know, if the production, the final production piece, looks as good as this, then it's a massive hit. Um, it really is. So he comes with his trusty bowcaster and his um, his ammo belt slung over his shoulder, etc. Um, <clears throat> the there is actually a Hot Toys exclusive through Sideshow, and you get some extra bits and pieces. Um, but alongside Chewie, we also get Han Solo, and he's wearing his sort of traditional um, white shirt, uh, black vest getup. Um, and he comes with some extra bits and pieces too. Um, at first, I wasn't really sold on the portrait. Um, just, I don't know, I, I guess I've, I'm probably too used to Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, and so I have <laughs> to go back and, and have a look at some of the original um, sort of source images kind of thing, you know, some of the production um publicity photos that we're getting around and uh, yeah look I, I i came back around fairly quickly uh and the thing is sideshow is actually offering these as a pack so uh, i think if you order the two together you save about 10 bucks or something like that huh. yeah that, <coughs> that's right so yeah. uh, if, if you are after the generosity uh, yeah yeah um, what's interesting is now <clears throat> they are actually offering these guys together, so I'll be interested to see if the packaging is actually any different or whether you just get two boxes chucked in one box and, you know. Well, uh, if uh, if past stuff's anything to go by, it'll be different. Mm, like the mm. Hulk Bruce Banner uh, set different packaging from the singles. Truism. Yeah. Truism. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you are after the, the, the duo together, then it will cost you $480, and they will be out in April 2015, just in time for my birthday. Hooray. Hooray. Um, I had some concerns about the the height of Chewie. Um, he is actually meant to be eight feet tall, but it looks like they've actually gone screen accurate rather than sort of, um, you know, Wikipedia, Wikipedia <laughs> accurate. Um <laughs> So, yeah, look, uh, Chewie comes in at about 14.2 inches tall and Han comes in at 11.8. So they do look great together. There's no doubt about it. This is, you know, a beautiful set. And, um, you know, I folded like a folding folder from Foldersville and hit the pre-order <laughs> button. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the good thing is I actually cashed in my reward points So with Sideshow. So I had about $60 in reward points. So that was uh, a nice little bonus as well. Very good. So, I'm still yeah. not convinced on the Han face, though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of here and there. Uh, as I said, I, I looked at some of the images and, and I was a bit more comfortable with it. I also had a look at the, the sideshow figures that they've done of Han, and, um, you know, I think it's on par with what yeah. they've done. So I don't know what it is. He looks, he looks more like Christian Bale to me than he does. <laughs> Ford, but. It's not perfect, but 
you know, it is it is what it is. It's in term, we're not going to get a better one. Um, in terms of this set, etc. Like I'm just so excited. Yeah. Look, I think Harrison Ford falls into that group of people with people like Sarah Michelle Geller, where mm. sculptors, you know, genuinely struggle to catch those tiny nuances that make them who they are. Um, you know, I've read interviews with sculptors who have sculpted Sarah Michelle Geller and, and the figures yeah. sent back, you know, eight times and they've just given up in the end and said, choose one of the eight or I quit. Yeah. Um, so Sh- anyway. is the same. Yeah, so that's actually pretty darn exciting. Um, I'm quite keen and uh, I'm interested to see, you know, who's gonna, who they're going to bring out uh, hot on the heels of these guys and I hope we don't have to wait another two years for a follow-up. The thing I find confusing is that a lot of the press release stuff is like you know, is calling this the first in their Star Wars license. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, I've got this thing in my uh, display that kind of seems to disagree, but anyway. I, I do wonder whether Luke was a, a trial run. It's like, let's see what you can do you know, before we give hmm. you the master license or something. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So anyway, but in other expensive news, um, one thing that seems interesting with Sideshow is they bombard you with emails. And the reason why you enjoy getting emails from Sideshow is because they give away a ton of stuff. <laughs> um, Sideshow is always giving stuff away. And what they tend to do is they send you an email saying, hey, here's your chance to win a such and such figure. Uh, that's not actually out yet. And then almost a week to the day, um, you actually get the, the solicitation. The pre-order goes up. So last week, we had the opportunity to put our names down to win a Sideshow Collectibles Batgirl premium format statue. And sure enough, one week later, da, da, da. the pre-order went up. Yay. Um, there was some discussion online about what the exclusive would be. Most people were saying that there was going to be a switch-out right arm, uh, much the same as Batman, which would sort of probably cause the internet to melt down because of the uh, lack of creativity. But um, mm. no, her right hand is uh, casually holding a batarang and she comes with a swap-out portrait. Um, the mask is mostly the same, but the hair is styled differently, so you've got that kind of traditional sort of 70s curls rather than sort of the uh you know the more luxurious hair of the modern um i think she's got a slightly different look on her face she's got mm. a bit more of a smirk it's pretty subtle yeah a bit more of a smirk mm. it's hard to tell yeah. but anyway, i think she looks absolutely stunning i think the costume is is beautifully done i'll be interested to see how the mixed media goes because it looks like the cape is made of material but um the way they've got it positioned in uh the promo shots gives the implication that there's some wire or something going on yeah this, it's definitely some fabric happening there yeah so look i think she looks stunning um we saw this at san diego comic con and i think the retail price on this one indicates that um sub 400 dollars premium format statues are a thing of the past because um there's not a whole lot to this statue there's not a lot of swap out pieces a lot of sort of complex extras yet you're still looking at 399 dollars yeah that is true but my god, she's beautiful. Yeah, look, I, I think DC are really nail. Uh, sorry, Sideshow are really nailing it with the DC stuff. I, I've I've yet to actually see them solicit a figure where I've just gone, man, that costume just sucks, or you know, I don't like the the pose. And, you know, I think everybody's working like, um, you know, Batman and Superman. We've both loved those, and I think this is just another home run. Absolutely. And we have to wait till July two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> uh yeah that that's uh i'll believe it when i see it 
with the way that these go, you know, like, I mean, my, I just got my Superman premium format, like, hello. So, um, still don't have my Sinestro, like, you know, there, there you go. We'll see. That's the, that's the other email you regularly get from Sideshow, the, uh, the change to your FlexPay schedule. Yeah. And it's being extended by another three months. All right. Well, that is a hard act to follow, but, uh, have a go at wrapping up the news with this last one. Thank you. Uh, last bit of news is some very, very awesome SH Monster Arts news from uh, Bandai. And that is we're finally getting Gamera. Oh, sorry. Gamera. I can't say. I can't say Gamera. Every time I say Gamera, I hear the theme song. Gamera. Gamera. Anyway, uh, this is a, an, an awesome, awesome, awesome looking figure. So this will be out in February 2015. Uh, you're looking at about 80 bucks for this one. Um, they are pretty pricey, these figures. Um, there's a couple of the really, I mean, I've been getting a lot of the Godzilla uh, figures and I've actually held off on some of the bigger sets because um, they're just so expensive. You're, you're getting up towards $200 um, for, for some of them. Wow. So, um, yeah, Biolante is one that I still haven't picked up. because Biolante. it's just just so darn expensive. So 80 bucks is pretty awesome. And one of the reasons this is absolutely awesome is the set contains, you get the main figure, you get a plasma fireball effect, which is just excellent. Um, so you can have Gamera, you know, breathing his plasma and it looks fantastic. It's um, one of the best sort of add-ons I've seen in any series, let alone just this one. Um, you get an optional jumping parts set. Um, so I'm not sure what that means, whether when you order, you can kind of tick the combined box or I don't know quite what they mean by, you know, optional. Um, you get a base and you get uh, the effect uh, prop for that as well and a display base. So his chest opens up to feature the, you know, whole energy thingy thing thing and looks like he's got plenty of articulation, like in his jaw and, and things like that. So um, I, I just think this looks fantastic. I think they've done a really good job. This is from the 1996 version of Gamadar. Cool. And these guys continue to do awesome stuff. Absolutely. My only criticism of it is that I've now, now that I've ordered this is I've gone back and ordered a Godzilla, so <laughs> it's going to cost me like another $68 more than it should have. <laughs> the good thing is there's so many Godzillas out that you really can't complain, no matter which version of Godzilla is your favourite. You know, there's there's one to you know, yeah. please you. So they've done some really, really neat stuff in there. So I just, um, yeah, I, I would just like to be able to fund those more expensive figures. Yeah. So absolutely amazing and great finish to the news. We've had some cool news this was, episode. Yeah, very good news week. Very good. Hmm. All right, well, it's a good show week, so let's uh, take a break and come back with more good show. It's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. John, who is also known as Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, uh, was kind enough back at the beginning of this podcast to make us an audio version of his awesome game. So, uh, John, take it away. Well, it's been a while, so we're going to replay this classic sound. We're going to play it right here. Battery's not included. He's under your control. With a click from the... To circle, to proceed forward, to circle, or to pick up the support module and return, all on your command. So, guys, I always ask, do you got any guesses? Mask. It's not a mask. Great guess, though. Mm. Uh, Centurions. 
No. Centuries. No. Nothing. Huh? Nothing. Well, Sorry. Our good friend uh, Hyperion actually had a guess, and he got this one. He knew that this was Tobor, the telesonic robot with his telesonic commander. Oh, Tobor. Ah, man. <laughs> I was close. Yeah. You remember back when... They both got steering wheels. You had those <laughs> uh, remote controls that just made clicking noises and, you know, it would back up, change direction, that kind of thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. And, yep. and if you didn't realize it, Tobor is robot spelled backwards, so... Genius. So, and, and it looks like probably our good friend Ease knew what this one was, but he just didn't quite get there fast enough, so. Well done, Hyperion. Yeah, well done. Well done. Very good. Yeah. And, um, you know, well, we probably should put a new sound in, cause, you know, it's what we do. And, and maybe it'll be Mask. Maybe it'll be Centurions. Maybe it'll be Glamour <laughs> Gals. You just don't know. You just don't know. So. Mr. Editor, please put that right here. Toys are back! You can find yours in a McDonald's Happy Meal. And one more time, for good measure. in a McDonald's Happy Meal. Well, guys, if if they listen to this sound and uh, they think they know what it is, what uh, what would they do? Adam, where would they go? I would personally get in a submarine and go to the bottom of the ocean. However, where they should be going is to afbforums.com and they will find the wonderful thread about the um, name that. And they'll go and put a comment in there, and they'll get wonderful presents for it. And, Hooray! And, and Ben, what 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 they can get points, and what can they get with those points? Uh, cheesecake. Oh man, I'm I'm having so much trouble actually funding all of the Tim Hortons stuff now. I don't want to pay for cheesecake as well. It's from the AFB cafeteria. It's cheap. Oh, perfect, Stacy. Huh. Start making cheesecake. It's not really cheese. It's not really cake. No. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's that's Stacy's problem. She can do that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, but you know, if you'd rather play the picture version, come on over to TVandFilmToys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays, where we play a uh, picture version. Make the guess in the AFB forum. You still get points and cheesecake. And cheesecake. And cheesecake. Love it. Love your work. Very good. Well, I think that that's enough name that. We will take a break and we'll come back in just a moment with the Toy of the Week. Telesonic Commander, to circle, to proceed forward, to circle, or to pick up the support module and return, all on your command. 
Tobor's robot spelled backwards. Tobor, the telesonic robot from Shopper. Well, this week one of us had an acquisition that was so mega that we decided to give it the traditional Toy of the Week slot. And uh, Ben has got something that I would never, ever be allowed to display in my house. So, Ben, tell us all about it. Over to you. Thank you very much. Uh, When you're a collector of statues, you try to limit your purchases to a few different lines. And when it comes to uh, premium format statues, I I certainly try to keep mine within the boundaries of Marvel and DC from Sideshow. Um, But every now and then, a gem comes up that uh, you just can't help. Um, you just can't resist. And at, uh, I think it was San Diego Comic Con 2013, we actually saw a Red Sonja, um, prototype. And, uh, this surprised a lot of people. And she has been, oh, gee, I think this was another one of those ones that was solicited in about September 2013. So she's taken over a year to actually arrive in, uh, our hot little hands. Um, this was a, an instant, uh, purchase for me. Well, when I say instant purchase, a decision, instant decision to purchase because, um, I'm quite a big fan of, um, that particular world. Um, so anyway, she's here. She's from Sideshow Collectibles. It's a 2014 release. Uh, she is a premium format statue. Um, quite a high edition size for the exclusive. Uh, there was 1500 produced for the exclusive and I think about 3000 for the non-exclusive. Mine's about 713 though. Don't quote me on that because I don't want to tip her upside down. Oh, um, wish it's an adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this was still when premium format statues were cheap. Ha ha ha. Um, and she went for 380 US dollars. Uh, thank you, Sideshow FlexPay. Um, this was an interesting box. Uh, most of the time when we get these figures, they come in these very large rectangle boxes and it's just the, you know, uh, the dimensions are all roughly proportional and uh, it's just the length that, that sort of changes. This box was almost dead square, um, huh. almost completely square uh, and about sort of eight inches deep. Um, but look, it is your normal type of packaging. Comes in a, a large cardboard box with a split, uh, styrofoam, some little sort of hidden areas. Um, this one, when I actually got it apart, was fairly logical. Often there's bits and pieces hidden everywhere. Um, everything was well presented, um, and easy to see. I normally take a photo of my statues because sometimes getting them boxed up again can be a, a lot more of a chore than it should be. Indeed. Um, the outside box is fairly generic, nothing really much to, to talk about there. Um, certainly in, in recent times, some of those boxes have been fairly uninspiring. I think since the Deadpool premium format came out, most boxes have been pretty boring. Um, so it is collector friendly. It's fairly easy to sort of get everything back in there. Uh, in terms of the, the sculpt on Red Sonja, um, this is kind of based on I, I guess what you would call her, her current um, look at Dynamite Comics. Um, she is wearing her traditional chainmail bikini. However, um, that chainmail bikini has been around for you know a, a long time since um, her introduction back at Marvel Comics. Well, she wasn't wearing the chainmail bikini when she was introduced in Conan the Barbarian, but um, certainly it's become the, the look that we've uh, we've come to expect from her. But um, she's with Dynamite at the moment, and she still sports the... Um, the well scale mail slash chain mail bikini depending on who's drawing it at the time um the sculpt on this is uh exquisite uh in particular the the one thing that really stands out is the hair and of course you know that's where she gets the name from 
uh, from Red Sonia. Um, you know, the hair, she's got more hair than, than anyone else on earth. Um, it really is a, a large head of hair and it's sort of, uh, flowing about. Um, Sonia is sculpted, uh, in Victory. She's actually standing on a, a pretty, um, pretty nifty base, uh, and sporting the, the victory of her latest battle. And depending on um, which version of the statue you've got, she's holding aloft uh, a trophy. Um, a lot of really good detail has gone into the obvious things like the face and the hair, but they've really gone to town with some of the extras. She's got some really well-sculpted earrings. Um, she's got a, a, she's sporting a necklace and even things like, um, I actually don't know what you would actually refer to them as, but there's sort of leather straps that, um, that, that they use to, to hold up their boots. There's even little things like that. A lot of detail on the, the belt and, and whatnot too. So really, really beautifully sculpted. There's, um, the, in particular, I'll just jump, I guess, straight to the exclusive, but the exclusive is actually the severed head of a, a frost giant. And Sonia has actually slain the frost giant and is holding up his head. Um, the detail on the head is just fantastic. There's just amazing amounts of work going into that. And, um, it's actually quite bloody. It doesn't look like it from the front, but when you turn the statue around, um, you can actually see that, you know, the severed part of the head is, is all bloody with, um, various sort of muscle and sinew hanging out. Um, one thing I really liked about the statue was um, the sword is actually covered in blood and it's not just sort of, you know, painted on to the blade of the sword. It's actually sculpted. So there's actually bits dripping off the, the blade. So, you know, pretty kind of violent statue for a, a pretty hot chick. Um, moving on from there, from from the sculpt, look, I, you know, the, the sculpt is, is just amazing. I, I really can't fault it at all. In fact, uh, one of the things I really like about the base is, it's got that um, that sort of rocky, you know, she's obviously taking on a frost giant on their terrain. So you've got this sort of rocky outcrop covered in snow and um, she's actually standing on the helmet of the frost giant and that's really, really well done. It's got a, a real sort of, um, you know, dented metal look to it and the, the uh, it's adorned with horns that are really, really well sculpted as well. Um, all right, that's the sculpt. Moving on to the paint. Well, um, the internet almost broke down when this statue started hitting. Um, why did it break down, you ask? All right. When Sonia was first solicited, the paint scheme that they actually used was quite light. Um, she had a uh, uh, an untanned sort of look and feel about her, but when she shipped, she came with a, a much darker tone to her skin, a much more of a sort of a suntanned look to her to her skin um and you know this caused the internet to break down of course um in action figure <laughs> action figure and statue collectors being the um the, the well-adjusted and rational um people that they are mm -hmm. um instead of waiting to get it in hand there were people threatening to cancel their orders because this isn't the the skin tone that they expected it wasn't the skin tone that they um you know when they originally put down their deposit uh, etc. Uh, and look, you know, to be fair, um, it is darker than what was solicited. If you go back and look at the images we first got to see of the, the statue at San Diego Comic Con, her skin is a lot lighter. They, they have gone for a darker feel. Um, in addition to that, she was also shown sporting red lipstick or, or red lips probably not lipstick, but just red lips um, to go with the red hair. Uh, when the production images turned up, she actually has more natural coloured lips. So the choice of the decision to go with the red has been changed. Um, and she's got a very natural coloured sort of lip 
uh, lips, and that again caused the internet to break down. So people were um, crying foul, saying they weren't getting what was originally solicited. Um, I, I'm neither here nor there. Uh, I probably didn't help matters when um, I, I chimed in on one particular forum and said that uh, I don't understand why people were complaining um, about the skin tone and... One particular fellow said, well, you know, she's from, you know, Scandinavia. She should have light-coloured skin. And I couldn't help myself and me she's being not from me. Scandinavia. Yeah. She's not from Scandinavia. Um, pop quiz. Does anyone know who created Red Sonja? Um, same guy that created Conan. No. Co- common misconception. Um, Red Sonja was actually created by Roy Thomas uh, oh. from, from Marvel Comics. Uh, when Roy Thomas was writing Conan the Barbarian for Marvel Comics, um, he had read all of Robert E. Howe's stories and Howard had actually written a, uh, a story with a character called Red Sonja with a Y. Uh, and she used to get around in sort of the, you know, the 1500s and the Renaissance with a, you know, a pistol and a sword. And basically, Roy Thomas decided to adapt her into Conan's era. Um, took some elements of some of his other characters and he effectively created Red Sonja with a J. Um, he also said that Red Sonja was from Hyrcania with a K, which was actually part of um, Robert E. Howard's original fantasy world. Uh, and anyone who's interested in Robert E. Howard would know that he based that on the real Hyrcania with a C, which is now modern-day Iran. So, of course, hmm. when I said that, um, you know, oh, if, she, if you want to follow continuity, she is actually from what is modern-day Iran, and so a darker skin tone is quite plausible. Well, of course, you know, that just inflamed things and I really didn't help. So, <laughs> so um, oh dear. yes, anyway. So, look, in hand, um, I thought the skin tone was fantastic. Um, they've done one thing that Sideshow really excels at uh, are things like the um, those little extras, like the leather gloves, the leather boots. You really do get that weathered feel. I have no problems with that whatsoever. They've done a fantastic job. Uh, things like the scabbard on the sword with its little adornments, it's weathered really well. It actually gives you that feel of weathered sort of metal and, and leather. Looks fantastic. The blade of the sword, the blood is actually painted in sort of a, a gloss red, so it's got a real sort of shiny effect to it, which um, balances really well with the silver of the blade. The hair is just exquisite. They've used multiple shades and washes and highlights and just everything to bring that hair out. Um, even sort of the, the grey of the um, Frost Giant's head just looks amazing. They've really done a, a fantastic job with that. Um, there is a little bit of slop here and there. For some reason, whenever Gertie gets out her brush and she does skin tones, mm-hmm. um, bringing it up close to the edges of things like the, um, the chainmail bikini or things like the, the bands around her legs, you get some tiny amounts of slop. Um, so the, the flesh tones on some of that. It's really not that noticeable. If you just sort of stand back and look at her, you really can't pick it up. But, um, you know, it's 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 still there. And, you know, when you look at something like the chainmail bikini, you are actually tempted to sort of just go in there with a brush and, and touch up the silver. Um, look, I, I was not as harsh as a lot of people on this statue. Uh, one thing we found is that once guys actually started getting them in hand, getting them out of the box, taking photos, they just loved it. Everybody loved it. The, the haters were those people that were still waiting on the statue. Um, the one thing I am quite disappointed is whoever was painting the head was using a different colour to the person painting the body. Oh, dear. So if you look at the skin tone just above her necklace and just below her necklace, they are actually two different flesh tones. 
Um, this is actually something that's consistent on every statue that I've seen. Uh, on one particular forum, I've seen about sort of six or seven people post pictures of their statue and it's, it's consistent. Um, the thing is, because there is actually um, highlights and, you know, on the skin texture, so they really um, have used a few different flesh tones to sort of create that, that artificial lighting effect, it's really not that noticeable. And if you actually get her under, you know, normal lighting i guess it's not that noticeable but it's still there and i just think that's very very poor quality control yeah it's um that's a bit of a fail in in those terms um as i said you get the severed frost giant head as the exclusive the regular is actually her holding aloft um the axe of the frost giant which is still pretty cool but uh in terms of exclusives they've just knocked this one out of the park it's absolutely fantastic i mean i'll take something like this any day over you know, a head with a different hairstyle. Um, this is just, you know, one of those statues where you have to get the exclusive. So really, oh, that's the other thing I mentioned. The, the belt that goes around her waist that holds her scabbard uh, is actually a leather belt. You, you actually have to, once again, uh, put that around her waist and, you know, um, and thread it through the, the buckle and whatnot. Um, I felt like a complete um, Gumby because I just couldn't get her scabbard to actually hang right, no matter what I tried. And then I actually realised that whoever put the statue together, when they fed the leather belt through the loops on the scabbard and the loops on the dagger that's hanging at her side, they actually did it back to front. <laughs> awesome. So it, it took me five minutes of using every four-letter word I could muster before I finally laid it out on my desk and sort of looked at it and went, they've just put it together wrong. And then when I took it out and put it, you know, back around, it just came together immediately. Um, really, really frustrating when you're spending this much money on a statue. You shouldn't have to do things like that. So, uh, But all up, this is just an exquisite piece. Um, Mrs. Shake took one look at it and said, all right, um, which, you know, is pretty good for her. Normally she doesn't say much. And she said, and where is this one going? And, you know, <laughs> I began to defend Sonia, saying that she was the female equivalent of Conan, uh, and my argument fell pretty flat. So, um, <laughs> and then it moved on to, uh, and how is that actually, you know, useful? How is that armour supposed to protect her? And I said, well, you know, technically it's not actually armour. Um, the other amazing thing is she comes with a cloak, and the cloak is where the mixed media comes in. Uh, it's actually, you know, that sort of faux, faux leather, um, but it's also got a, you know, some sort of sheepskinny type um, woolen um, part to the top of it, which they've um, simulated extremely well. Um, the way it's weathered at the bottom with sort of snow across the bottom of the cloak, um, it's given it quite a rough feel. So you actually get a bit of movement, so you can actually pose it a little bit, uh, and that's even replicated in the base where they've even managed to flick snow onto her boots as well. So some really nice detail there. Um, I, I love it. I think this is just a, a beautifully uh, executed piece. I've got the Conan Rage of the Undying statue um, coming to me eventually, and I think they're going to look fantastic together. Um, as I said, a little bit disappointed about the two-tone uh, neck um, I shouldn't have to pull the belt apart like I did. Uh, a little bit of slop here and there. While it's not quite noticeable, I still think for this kind of price, um, shouldn't exist. Mm. So I'm going to sum up and give her nine out of ten dollars. Very good. Yeah, I think that's fair. There, there haven't been a lot of um, representations of this Sonya out there, have there? Uh, in what sense? In either action figure or statue form? No, I don't. Uh, to my knowledge, she's never had an action figure. Um, you can kind of see why. Um, 
I mean, she's had a, a few action figures. Uh, sorry, sorry, a few statues. Um, there was a few that came through. I think they might have been either more studios or maybe Diamond Selectors, one of her, um, with a snake. Uh, but uh, this is the first time that Sideshow's had a go at producing a piece. Um, I think they've just done an exquisite job in terms of, you know, representing that power of the character. It's, uh, it's a really clever, clever sculpt. Yeah, I, I actually, um, when I saw this, I remembered back to uh, the 80s when they had a paper book, paperback book series, about mm. six books. And uh, I can't remember if it was Royo or the Hildebrands or somebody did the covers for them. So they're, you know, the painted painted covers and they're, they're this Sonya, you know, so. Yeah, um, and, and when she first appeared... Um, she, she didn't actually, Barry Windsor Smith was the artist on the title and, uh, she wasn't originally portrayed as having the, the chainmail bikini. That was something that came later when, um, uh, Esteban Moroto, um, submitted a, a, a pinup to Roy Thomas and he'd drawn her in the chainmail bikini and it, um, it took off from there. Hmm. And then it cool. kind of disappeared for a while and yeah. most, because <laughs> I, I actually have a good part of that run. Um, from the eighties. So mm, I think mm. I had said that the other day when you posted pictures, I was like, Oh, I, I kind of prefer the eighties one, but that's only cause it's the one I know a little better, but this is still pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm thrilled. I, I think it's, it's a beautiful piece let down by just a, a few little things, but, um, yeah, I'm certainly not sending mine back like some of the, uh, the haters were oh claiming. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that, Ben. That wraps up the Toy of the Week. We know what Ben got, but we'll come back and find out what the rest of us have uh, added to our collections this week. It's Pulsar, the ultimate man of adventure. You energize his heart, lungs, and body fluid into pulsating action. Then load a mission disc into his brain. Imagine you make his heart beat for land adventures. His lungs pump for high-altitude missions. Pulsar. Imagine you energize him for exciting feats of strength. Pulsar, the ultimate man of adventure, new from Mattel. Well, this whole show exists because we compulsively buy things and we need to uh, justify it in some way. And so Feeding the Addiction is where we justify it by uh, talking about the things that we have uh, collected this week in a way that makes it sound okay. And uh, Chon, you're going to do that first, so over to you. Well, I've been scouring Walgreens and I'm mentioned a couple weeks ago that I picked up the 10th Doctor and so I had to pick up Amy Pond to go with him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I haven't found a Dalek yet, but I will probably. I'll probably have to buy it. <laughs> so does that mean that Walgreens is becoming like the go-to place for toys? Apparently. Apparently the cool toys all hang out at Walgreens. <laughs> and and while I was there, they had the uh, new Lego minifigure series, and I picked up Pig Suit Guy. Oh, very good. <laughs> so We're yeah. jealous. Yeah, he comes with a green apple, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I want a pig suit guy. I've got a chicken suit guy that some nice friend of mine sent me. I wonder if that nice friend will try and find a pink pig, a pig suit guy for me. Hmm. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. I, I found the panda suit guy on my own. Well, actually, I stole it from my children, but um, <laughs> no, no one had to um, buy it for me. I think I have all three of those on my desk right now. Hmm. All right. And the, and the Yeti. Enough of you. Enough of you. Uh, what about me? I got the uh, Disney Infinity Groot and Rocket 
I don't have Disney Infinity, the game, don't plan to get it. It's cheap. Yeah, I know. We probably, we might, but like, you know, I always just saw them and I was like, ah, there was only one rocket left. And I thought, you know, I could imagine that one selling quite well and be kicking myself if I didn't get them. So Uh, just, just hit me up because my Kmart has about 1200. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) It's the same way here. Oh, well, okay. There you go. Um, so anyway, they're really cute. I was just planning on taking them to work and sitting them on my desk. Unless we, uh, try to get it the, um, unless we do get the game. But they're, they're cute and the paint was actually really good on both of them. Um, which nice. I was wondering about after hearing some <laughs> of the paint issues that Ben has had with his. Um, but they're really good and Groot's just so cute. I want everything Groot. Yeah. More Groot, please. And I did my pre-order duty of pre-ordering the Hot Toys Han and Chewie and the Sideshow Batgirl. And I feel like I pre-ordered something else as well. God. What else have they solicited? The $800 Godzilla market. Uh, no. I passed on that one. Maybe it was just the Batgirl. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I've, d- I've d- definitely done my feeding the addiction duties this week. Good on you. And Ben. Anything else besides Red Sonia? Well, I did my pre-order duty as well. Oh, very good. Same pre-orders as you. Very good. Hooray. Hooray. Adam, what about you? Yes. I pre-ordered my camera. I pre-ordered my blowy uppy bits. Gamma. Um, I've pre-ordered the Godzilla <laughs> effect part pack, and I've ordered my Godzilla, which is sitting in my pile of loot. Now, was the Godzilla effect parts, is that the little tanks and stuff? I didn't get the tank one. I got the... Um, fire blast effects, and the, there's like a couple of buildings and whatever. Because yeah. I figure I can use the little buildings with um, just generally having monster fights with Godzilla, Gamera, and my Evangelion figures. Okay, yeah. sweet. The little tank one's kind of cool too, though. Yeah, just couldn't justify that kind of spend on small tanks when I can just go and buy a bunch of cheap plastic army ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. And set them on fire for realistic effects. Yeah. In childhood fun. memories. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, word of warning. Um, the uh, DC Collectibles Batgirl and Supergirl figures were out this week, and uh, both great sculpts, but they both have uh, eye issues. <sighs> so <clears throat> do um, I cancelled my I, – I always keep them on pre-order in Big Bad just in case, but once I saw them in the wild, I cancelled them because I'll, I'll need to wait and choose and – um, I got my Red Robin that I reviewed on the last show, um, but I, I didn't. I didn't have time to really go through them to find decent eye ones. The Batgirl's a beautiful figure, um, but the eyes are they, they've been girdied. Yeah, that's. I just. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't think there is quality control because is there really someone standing at the end of the conveyor belt process going, "Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> Look, I you know we, at work this week we um had like I don't know three thousand uh, promotional folders printed, and when they arrived that they all get carted up and the way that you know when you get stuff from the printer they put one on top so that you know mm. what it is. And the marketing person looked at the ones on top and went, oh those are pretty crappy. They must sometimes they do stick the crappy ones on there. Um, just, you know, because they're going to get wrecked anyway. But then when they opened them up, they were all crappy, like horrible lines through them and well, just like completely unacceptable. And then, you know, they, they, so they're all having to be redone. 
And it's just like, how did they actually, how did somebody look at those mm. and go, yep, those are okay to send? You know, it's, it's, it's not, um, unique to, to this, but, um, it's, you think it's, you think it'd be pretty basic. Yeah. 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 Particularly with the amount of, th- that we complain about it, that they would go, hey, we probably should get these eyes uh, straight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe my eyes are actually like that. And I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. There's just some dude out there with like Marty Feldman eyes going, I just want one figure that's realistic. <laughs> yeah. Apologies to all of the real life googly eyed people. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm going to add that to the list of people we've offended. I tell you what, you just got to cater for everybody these days. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, speaking of catering, uh, next we're going to uh, cater for uh, the people that like things that suck, and we're going to hand out a red card. What is this bizarro world? Well, it's time to hand out another red card. This is the segment of the podcast where sometimes we pound our desks in anger. <laughs> sometimes we wail on the floor in despair. And sometimes we just shake our heads and go, what on earth is that supposed to be? And John has got a red card tonight, and it definitely falls into that category. So over to you, John. Well, I was at my local Dollar General, and I can't remember why. I think <laughs> Mrs. Nerd was buying plastic pumpkins or something um anyway i I always wander through their their toy aisle because sometimes they end up with cool you know overstock or something um and they had a section of eh, role play toys that were inflatable they had some avengers things like a a i was gonna say please clarify the inflatable role play toys (laughs) Um, (laughs) what sort of shop were you in again (laughs) uh, banana It's a, it's a dollar store. So. Uh-huh. The and dollar adult a, store? Uh, um, they had like a Avengers hammer and it had Avengers graphics all over it and an Avengers shield with graphics all over it. But then they had that, you know, that weapon that everybody wants because it's, you know, immediately recognizable as, as this hero's, you know, go-to weapon. And that is uh, Spider-Man's inflatable sword. Hooray! Thank God. Yeah. It's really about time. Yeah. Yeah. campaign uh, paid off. <laughs> so um, what we're looking at here is an ultimate Spider-Man. And they actually had a different one with uh, different Spider-Man graphics. And uh, it, it was an inflatable sword, too. So um, oh, apparently Spider-Man, well known for using the sword. It's, um, it's really creepy to look at, too, because the way Spider-Man appears on the sword, it looks like this giant blue flame is blasting out of his <laughs> rear end. Well, yes, it does. Uh, and it looks sparkly. Makes me uncomfortable. I, I'm not sure what he's eating that's glittery, but it, <laughs> it's, it's looked, something. I looked at it and went, that just looks like someone's created some kind of horrible mess out of, um, like, fiberglass, or they've just got, like, a a blue cordial drink or something and just had a melty ice block out of it or something. Because it's not a traditional sword blade, is it? It's kind of this weird blue watery thing. Mm. No, it's more like a, a crisp blade, the wavy blade. Mm. You know what? Um, kind of... What irks me, assuming that this is actually licensed, is that you know you have people like Randy Bowen, you know, obviously having difficulty negotiating a license with 
the the next phase of Bowen stuff with Marvel for top, you know, high end quality collectibles. And then we have this. Like, yeah, I, I don't get it. The, to, <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I mean, to give you a bit of an insight, uh, something I forgot to mention during Toy of the Week is um, you remember the whole um, Rogue Butt Crack debacle? Oh, yeah. With the Rogue Premium format, which was originally solicited with her with a, a visible butt crack with her uniform, uh, with her costume, and then it was actually changed for the production piece. Uh, obviously, someone at Marvel didn't want her to have a butt crack. Um, I was putting Red Sonia together, and, uh, you know, um, under her chainmail brief... Um, she has a butt crack, and uh, there isn't anything painted under there either. So <sighs> there's no thong or anything. She's well, um, she's all natural. <laughs> what about at the front? So <laughs> oh, the the chainmail. Oh man! In the way. Oh, so it just goes to show how petty Marvel can be mm. on the one hand, and then how pathetic they are with this stuff. Yeah. The, the but then one, if you wear sp- if you wear spandex, it doesn't actually fit in every crevice. <laughs> Like it. I'm leaving this one to you. Tell us more about wearing spandex, no, Adam. No, no. <laughs> or not. I've seen pictures of Adam in spandex. So. That's true. I wear it well. Yeah. <laughs> um. So back to the uh, Spider-Man's inflatable sword. I think that's a well well deserved red card for whatever moron approved that. <laughs> you, you know, it actually does look kind of like one of those other kind of toys. Now that I'm looking at yeah. it. it, it does have a. A phallic quality to it. It sure does. Yeah. I kind of want one, just so I can laugh and smack people with it. Oh, huh. dear. Well, if you if you send me your address, Adam, I'll, I'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've been fired as prize coordinator. Didn't you listen to the intro? That's not a prize. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a punishment. It's a legitimate sale. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's more like a dagger-sized sword. Oh, it does. It's like inflatable dagger. Electrical dagger. Anyway, there's nothing redeemable about this or this segment. No. We just need to move on. Uh, that is a very well-deserved fail. And coming up next, it's our discussion topic of the week. From the Black Hole Collection, it's Vincent. Look, a black hole in space. And Captain Dan Holland. It's the Black Hole action figures, each sold separately. You can pretend the evil Dr. Reinhardt and Maximilian want to force Captain Holland and Vincent into the black hole. All clear, Captain. Other black hole action figures sold separately. Maximilian, Captain Holland, Vincent, and all black hole action figures sold separately by Migo. Well, it's been a while since we have done a toy history segment. This is where we choose a character and uh, try and gather together a list of all of the different uh, toy and statue versions of that character. Uh, And tonight we're talking about Marvel's Hawkeye. Um, Now, there's quite a list here. We're probably not going to be able to talk about each one. Um, But, uh, Ben, why don't you kind of start us off with uh, the bit of research that you did on putting this list together and what it was that you found about the evolution of Hawkeye toys. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Uh, One of the things I realised pretty quickly was that Hawkeye's representation in sort of action figure form um, is relatively recent-ish. There was no Mego figure made of Hawkeye, and I I guess I expected to find some kind of figure, you know, dating back to to the early days, you know, the renaissance of, of action figures, Marvel action figures, but... 
um, there really wasn't much getting around. And I started to, you know, luck onto those very early ones, such as um, Hawkeye had a, a five-inch um, shapeshifter figure from the Avengers line in about 1990. And there was also a figure from the five-inch Iron Man series from, uh, I think it was Toybiz um, in the early 90s. And that was actually where he began. There doesn't seem to be any great love for Iron Man, um, sorry, Iron Man, for, for Hawkeye um, hmm. before that. And, you know, there was the 10-inch um, the uh, Marvel Famous covers where they came with the, the, the fabric. I guess that was their, uh, I guess, Mego redo that um, they tried to do there for a while. So, yeah, it was actually quite interesting. I, I didn't realise that, I guess, in the scheme of things, the, the that Marvel Legends sort of classic figure that we got was actually, I guess, one of the, the earliest Hawkeye action figures. Huh. Mm. That's quite late, really, isn't it? Hmm, late bloomer. Late bloomer. <laughs> um, and, and it's quite interesting because if you talk to fans of Marvel and fans of Avengers, um, you know, pretty much everybody likes Hawkeye. You know, you don't get too many people who, who bag out Hawkeye and say, oh, you know, he's a, he's a Green Arrow tryhard. You know, if you're a Marvel fan and in particular an Avengers fan, then, you know, pretty much, you know, everyone loves Hawkeye. Yeah, but you you got to think that the 80s and 90s when action figures were at their probably zenith, um, the, the Marvel thing at the time was X-Men. Mm, true. You know, true. Avengers yeah. wasn't the the hot side of that universe. Yeah, I guess, you know, in the, in the 90s when it was um, a single title, um, you know, West Coast had disappeared and, you know, it was being written badly by Bob Harris and... Um, <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, instead of having, you know, your traditional Avengers lineup with um, Cap, Thor, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, etc., you know, you had people like uh, Hercules, Black Knight, Dr. Druid, and, um, you yeah. know, while they're, they're characters that people like, they're certainly not A-list, you know. People Avengers. like Dr. Druid? No, no, I mean, they're, you know, I, I like Hercules and yeah. I like, you know, Dr. Druid, but, I mean, pretty much all the major Avengers yeah. were missing at that particular time. It was a pretty blech time for the Avengers. Did he get a figure in the original Secret Wars line at all? I don't, I don't think so. No, it's no. not coming, no. coming to mind. No. I certainly, when I was looking, I didn't find anything like that. So. Arnold? Have a look, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I've got the Marvel Legends figure, that first one that came out, I think, in Wave 7, and um, despite the fact that he came with that weird little sky sled scooter bike thing, um, which was pretty crap. The actual figure itself was quite good. Bless uh, you. I'm sorry. Gesundheit. <laughs> um, the best thing, I guess, about the Marvel Legends figure is his arrows um, were actually separate pieces and you could put them um, <clears throat> onto the bow, etc. And, of course, we got that famous arrow that has Ant-Man on it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah, it's, a, it's still, you know, it's, it's still the best figure. I, I just love that Marvel Legends figure. It's also... a a very pricey figure to try and get on the secondary market. It is. Yeah. It is, especially since Hasbro robbed us blind recently when they released the the, the new Hawkeye figure, um, and it was based, you know, quite heavily on his um, Avengers movie appearance. He's, you know, he's got the the no um, mask and he's got the sunglasses on, etc. And the the supposed running change with the classic Hawkeye um, never eventuated. <laughs> so, so fans that were after a classic Hawkeye still didn't get one. Yep. Yeah. That not his Marvel now. Look, I haven't really been reading. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's is, the yeah. version that's been inspired by the movie because you know we have to yeah. fit in. So, yeah, 
But um, I mean, for those people who you know aren't that fussed in scale, there was also the Marvel Select figure, which was very well done. Oh, beautiful! A classic figure with one of the best bases yep. um, we've ever seen in that series. It was yep. kind of like a, a, a destroyed Ultron. Yeah, I would characters. definitely have to tag that as my favorite Hawkeye figure because the articulation, you know, is not the big thing for me. It's the the sculpt and the and I, I just think that that the the comic version of the Marvel Select figure is a, a brilliant figure. Love it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, and I guess if you are a fan of the the classic look of Hawkeye, you'd probably be disappointed because of his um, appearance. You know, Jeremy Renner's portrayal in the Avengers movie. Um, you know, a lot of the merchandise that's coming out is actually based on the movie. And you know, other than the fact that you know he has a bow and arrow, um, you know, there's not a lot of love for the the classic look of the figure. No, <laughs> it did not appear that he had a um, uh, original vintage Secret Wars figure. No, yeah. just no. Told me that. no. A lot of the um, <coughs> when, when you look back at that that original Secret Wars line, a lot of the characters they did weren't even in the comic. Mm. You know, they did Iceman and Hobgoblin and you know yeah. stuff that. Yeah. Um, so it was a weird. It was a really weird line in that regard. And certainly, if we scale down to three and three quarter, um, he's uh, he's certainly had plenty of love in the Marvel Universe line. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. So he got in the the Secret Wars line for that. There was the the um, Dark Hawkeye, or Dark Avengers Hawkeye, which was really bullseye shock horror spoilers. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But that was basically the House of M Hawkeye <coughs> costume, anyway. Yep. From memory, um, they did one that was one of the Avengers line tie-in waves. It was basically Ultimate Hawkeye. Oh um, yes, I forgot about Ultimate Hawkeye. They've done one that's just Jeremy Renner, and they've done one that's Marvel Now, I think. And I think the Jeremy Renner one I don't have, and the Marvel Now one I don't have, and don't have any interest in either of those. No. So there's about 27 three-and-three-quarter Hawkeye figures, but you'd actually have to battle to find that sort of classic Clint Barton comic-inspired Hawkeye. The best one from a classic perspective is the Secret Wars one. Yeah. I don't think they've ever done a single card of that version, have they? I don't remember no. if they have or not. I'm pretty sure that the single card one is the Dark Avengers oh. one. Um, maybe I tell a lie. I'm trying to remember whether or not they were planning to do it as one no, of the lines. Sorry, I think he actually has been repacked. Um, oh, it was no, probably on the wave of Wonder Man. Uh, he came out again in a – there was a Walmart exclusive uh, four-pack um, that was Hulk, Hawkeye, Iron Man, and Loki. Okay. Um, they were all repacks and, like, what a weird group. Um, but but that Secret Wars version was repacked in that. Um, and then in the Wonder Man wave – no, that, that yeah, it's still a two-pack. Okay. Hmm. There you go. But that – that uh, is a, de- a great Hawkeye, classic Hawkeye, that Secret Wars one. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the quiver, you know, and well, the, the bow. The arrows were a pain in the ass in the three and three quarter yeah. scale. <laughs> Pretty good head sculpt. He's got the kind of smirk. Yeah. You know, hey, and let's not forget that 12 inch Titan hero. Uh, but, yeah. Oh. You know, um, Eric's actually reviewed one of these on, on TVFT, and uh, he they would think it's the cheaper movie Hawkeye. And 
it, it, I've noticed this on a few other bow and arrow figures. They screw up the arm guards all the time. Hmm. Um, hmm. And, and the one I'm looking at is it's Marvel's Hawkeye. Like I said, I think it's the, the, the cheaper one. Um, but the arm guards on his right arm, but he's also got the, the glove over his fingers on the, the right hand. Yeah. <laughs> Which will do no good at all. It seems to be a bit of creative license when, whenever people represent Hawkeye's comic costume, there seems to be slight changes and, and things. And I don't understand why they keep referring to him as Marvel's Hawkeye. They don't say Marvel's Wolverine, but they say Marvel's Hawkeye. Is that because they don't want to offend people? Because you know, you jump on a Big Bad Toy Store and you order your Hawkeye figure and you open it and go, "God damn it, this is an Alan Older." Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly the problem I have all the time. Mm. I'm sure it is that there's some other uh trademark yeah you know out there that that wish there would be for hawkeye mm. and so then they have to distinguish there's some things that you kind of look at and like you know marvel's wonder man and think hmm who else yeah. has got a wonder man trademark i don't know like <laughs> um but maybe but maybe it's also things that they well no i was going to say maybe things that they think otherwise people might know it belongs to marvel but it's got a bloody marvel infinite series thing whacked on the top of the card so yeah, yeah. i don't know fair enough yeah well all right well i guess moving on from that plethora of action figures uh onto the 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 static uh, the static world uh he has actually had a couple of busts um the original uh from bowen yeah which um i never took to no. uh, I'm not a fan of that at all. I don't know what's going on with, you know, the great big floppy ears. Um, he has some huge ears going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess, you know, if you're a fan of Hawkeye, it's because you're a fan of, uh, you know, him and his bow, and he doesn't come with a bow at all. But I guess this was pretty early on in the days of bow and, and bust and things like that, so that probably would have been, a bit, you know, beyond the manufacturing process, I guess. Well, it's, um, yeah, like he got arms at least, you know, the, the very mm. first Bowen, uh, bus didn't have arms. And, uh, so he got arms, but no bow. Yeah. Yeah. But more recently he got some love from gentle giant, um, who produced a, a comic, um, comic accurate one. And I think they did a sensational job. Um, I quite like this one. I think he's got a you know great smirk on his face. Um, and I think the bow in particular is really, really nicely done. They haven't gone for some giant, crazy compound bow. They've gone for just a sort of a, a classic long bow. Yeah, yeah, uh, very nice. And it's uh, very, very nicely done. No sort of trick arrows. And, and I, again, I think the smirk on the face makes it for this one because, you know, he's a bit of a jerk. <laughs> so, yeah, very nice. And uh, then you have, on the stage, slight, I was sorry. I was going to say the gentle giant busts slightly bigger in they scale. Are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that'd be a nice bust to have on the shelf. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. Well, moving on to statues, Scotty. Yeah, he's had a fair bit of um, statue love. He's had two <laughs> different uh, Bowen statues. Back in two thousand and six, there was the action uh, version, um, which I don't own, but really wish I did. Um, it is, uh, I've hovered over some eBay auctions, um, but, uh, it is, I definitely think the best. Mm. Um, I own the more recent version, which is what you know, the Bowen Museum, um, version, which is a really nicely done, um, piece as well, but he's been done twice from Bowen. Um, he has also had a gentle giant statue, uh, which is quite a piece, um, uh, because that came with his, uh, hover car 
etc. Yeah, that was yeah. A, an interesting. Uh, this one, I think, you know, look, I'm not sure that it quite works for me, but I, I have to give them credit for giving it a go. You know, they've they've tried to do something different. Uh, you know, he's got a, an arrow between his teeth, mm. or he's got another one on his bow, and um, I don't know. I think it's a, a quite a novel. Hmm. Idea. I've seen this in person, and it's impressive. <clears throat> and, you know, I think it's for the true, truly, um, you know, Hawkeye fanatic yeah. collector. Yeah. But I think that's awesome. Like, it's one thing that I like about. I don't own any Gentle Giant Marvel stuff, but one thing that I like about what they have done is that they've done different stuff. Yeah, you know, they're not just like you know, Kotobukiya, um, You know. I could take or leave because most of what they put out is stuff that you can get elsewhere, you know, from yeah, Bowen or yeah. Sideshow, et cetera. Um, it's more of the same. And, uh, but General Giant at least has tried to do some different things, mm. um, which I think is, you know, cool. And uh, it is, but it's a dear piece. Like it is not, not yeah. cheap. Um, on the, he also had a hard hero statue, which you know, they're, they're not around anymore. Um, and that that was a pretty basic earlier piece, but definitely part of this list. Um, and of course, then the premium format um, statue, which um, I, I, I've never been able to fully love. You know, I, I remember saying when we actually had the solicitation for this way, way, way back. We we talked about this as part of the uh, the articulated news, and I said that I wasn't a fan, but. Uh, it's actually really grown on me, this mm. one, and it's one of the ones that I, I constantly keep an eye out for on eBay, and um, the more I look at it, the more I like it. Um, one of the things I do actually like about it is, um, uh, unlike most of the other statues where he's actually drawing an arrow, he's sort of, what do they call it, knocking an arrow on his bow. Um, in this one, the, the bow isn't drawn, it's actually released, and it's as if he's just let an arrow go because he's mm. still got his hand up next mm. to his face. And uh, I find that... You know, intriguing. Um, I like everything about it except the head sculpt. I just, I feel like they just yeah. got the mask a bit wrong. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't have a classic Hawkeye profile to me. Like if I looked at the head sculpt on its own, you like from a distance, you wouldn't necessarily go, oh, that's Hawkeye. Like, yeah, I think this is one I need to see in, in person. Yeah. Well, the mm. next time that you're at pop culture, they've got him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so there you go. Um, then uh, there's a Marvel milestone statue as well. And a, a, uh, a couple of Kotobukiya ones. This one I really don't like. It's got a weird pose with no bow. (laughs) I kind of like that milestone one. Mm. He has got a bow in that one. In which one? The one where you're saying he doesn't have a bow. The Kotobukiya one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the milestone one too. The milestone one's also got a. Um, oh, I see the bow. Yeah, the milestone one's got Ant Man on the um, bow. The the sorry, we're talking about two things at once. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Let's focus here. That's my fault. So the Diamond Slate Marvel milestone Hawkeye, I think, is a great statue. He, he they had him in the window of Impact Comics in Canberra for a very long time, and I was always tempted, but holding out for. The Bowen, um, but I love the Ant Man on the, yeah. um, yeah, you nice know, touch. that one. Um, I, the one thing that goes against it for me is having Avengers scrawled across the base. Yeah, no, because I didn't know he was in the Avengers. No, I didn't. <laughs> if someone came over, they go, "Hey, that's Hawkeye from that that group that he's in." The um, 
the Pussycats. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to the Kotobukiya one. There's one where oh, I can see the bow now. I still think it's dumb. <laughs> uh, actually, can I just say that I think Hawkeye really, really needs a good rogues gallery. I think someone really needs to work on that because they only ever picture him with um, Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also from Kotobukiya, he's done in the artifacts line, and this is the Marvel Now one, and... Um, you know, there's there's better things out there to buy than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a pretty nondescript. I, I'm not quite sure what Kotobuki has done with this um this the, the the Avengers one. I've got the Hulk, but the rest of them just have left me pretty cold. So <coughs> there you go. It was actually good to see him represented in the uh, the Diamond Select um, archive set. Which was a, a line of um, are they statues? I mean, what would you call them exactly? But prop replicas. Yeah, mini uh, mini prop mini replicas. prop replicas. Yeah, so it was uh, representing some of Marvel's best characters, and it was more about their their gear than it was the actual um, person themselves. And so he got a, a nifty little set that features um, his uh, his bow hanging horizontally with the, the mask atop and the uh, the quiver behind. It's a nice little set. I was just uh, closing my tabs um, of these photos and closed the Marvel Milestones one and then flicked to the Sideshow one and it really hit why I don't like the Sideshow one because they've just got the mask totally wrong on the Sideshow one. <laughs> you know, the, you look at that in terms of a classic, you know, Hawkeye with the little, I don't know what you call it, the bits of his mask sticking up. The Wolverine uh, bits. Yeah, the Wolverine bits sticking up. <laughs> And then the sideshow ones are all out to the side and just wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong. Mm. And then there's all the other stuff. Yeah, and there is actually a lot of stuff. I was quite impressed just to see exactly, you know, the amount of stuff that's uh, that's out there. And by other stuff, we mean all sorts of stuff, um, such as Superhero Squad. Yeah. He, he actually got uh, a look in in the Superhero Squad, including a uh, Superhero Squad plush. Which um, are the things you usually find most of the time in those weird crane vending machines? Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Captain Action set's kind of cool. It's a costume set for Captain Action. It's got the Ant-Man you know, arrow as well. What was frustrating about that is that was actually a, yeah. a Build-A-Figure set. Yes. So you actually have to buy all the Captain Action sets to actually get the Hawkeye set. <laughs> yeah. So. I've actually got a couple of bits of that, but then I gave. I didn't keep buying those. Mm. Um, mm. I should eBay them. So, and, and he's had some love in Minimates. Indeed, we've had Minimate love, and uh, can't go wrong there. Yeah, that's the, right. Uh, the the grab zag, um, I have to say, is the you know the new modern Hawkeye Jeremy Renner type looking one. Um, I have to say, the Green Arrow on the DC side looks better for a bow person. <laughs> oh, you, just, you had to bring it up, didn't you? A bow person. Uh, the bow slinger sling off. <laughs> what are they? Archer. Archer. There Archer. we go. That's the word. Thank you. Bow person. Bow person. Bow person, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, of course, um, well, we, you know, had some uh, some love in the, the mini mugs department too, which um, a bit sad that Hasbro never really kept them up because they had um, Mighty Mugs, Mini Mugs and Micro Mugs and yeah. you know, I think they gave them all a bit of a go and um, none of them have really continued. But hey, oh, my God. 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 Do we not have a pop, uh, a pop vinyl? 
Oh, there's got to be a Hawkeye pun. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not, because they've been a bit spotty with the, the Marvel stuff. Whoa. Surely there's got to be at least a... Arnold, someone Google. Hey, Arnold's on it. Whoa. Yes, there's multiples. Ah, oh, jeez. There's a... Looks like a Renner one, a Renner one with glasses, and a classic one. Oh, I don't know. Is that classic one a custom? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I think oh, it might maybe. be a custom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's a custom. We don't there, have a there will, There'll also be, of course, loads and loads of um, uh, hero clicks. Oh, yes, of course. And the Eagle Moss versions. Yeah. That's really interesting that we haven't actually seen a classic in the pop vinyls yet. We've seen, you know, like that classic, um, you know, classic Iron Man, the red and gold Iron Man, uh, classic Captain America. But, uh, yeah. yeah, interesting that we haven't had... Yeah, classic pop yeah. vinyl. Okay, who made me look for pop vinyls? Now I'm like stuck in. Sorry. There's also like Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, Lego. Oh, you know something we forgot? The Hawkeye movie Hot Toys. Blur. Uh, that was back up in action figures, yes. Is it on the list? <clears throat> it was in the list. Yeah, it's on the figures, list. But because oh, I just ignored it. The Renner one, we kind of skipped over it. But um, there was actually a classic version in the Minimates who came with the Vision. Uh-huh. So oh, yes. That's nice that you can actually get two figures you actually want in Minimates rather than you know one you want and one that you have to get. You have to get. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I disagree with that statement because I've gotten plenty of two-packs that... Oh, no, no, they're out there. Fight, fight. Far between. Fabrication's Yoda is cute. Fight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll be talking about that in a few minutes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. We've, um, you know, once we start digging in, there's actually quite a bit of Hawkeye love. And even if you're a fan of the classic Hawkeye, there's still plenty around if you're uh, not particularly enthused with the, uh, you know, the movie-inspired stuff. Very good for an Iron Man villain. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, well, it's yes. funny how sometimes when we start these, and you kind of think, oh, "I don't know how much was actually going to be," and then you know, there's always more than you expect. <clears throat> well, that's right, and that's why we keep choosing these characters because we know if we go for A-list people like you know Iron Man or Captain America, you know, it'll probably be over about three episodes. Yeah, mm. but definitely the one thing that surprised me uh, here is just how recent history. All this is like, you know, for a character that's been around for a very long time, it seems to have taken quite some time for to get him to get any toys. And obviously, if we've missed anything in that regard, I'm sure that our erstwhile listeners will let us know. Maybe it's because he was originally a villain and he just never managed to shake it off. Yeah. Maybe everyone remembers him as Goliath. Yeah, well, that's right. And that weird thing with the leather studded bra. Yeah. I was <laughs> just never comfortable of that costume. Anyway, there you you know, go. created by Stanley and Don Heck. That's a that's Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Ben, for putting that list together. Hooray! And uh, thank you, everyone, for contributing. And thank you, listeners, for helping us out with anything important that we might have missed. <laughs> and uh, if you have uh, any suggestions for other characters that you would like us to do a toy history on, then please send them in, and uh, we'll talk yeah, about. Somebody send in Gambit. Uh, like any proper characters, like real superheroes that you want to send in, let us know. And we'll talk about how to do that in just a moment when we come back with feedback. Ah, the father and son road trip. Just a little imagination and you're good to go. 
desert highways, scenic vistas, overly active wildlife. Did they just build a souvenir stand that sells extra hair? Nice. Yes, when you build together, the possibilities are endless. So, gentlemen, hold on to your hats and start your Lego road trip today at buildtogether.com. Well, before we finish off, we have a bit of feedback. We love receiving feedback from you, especially if you're going to agree with me and not John. And uh, if you would like to do that, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can post it on our Facebook page. You can tweet at AFBlues, or you can uh, write it in a bottle. No, well, write it on a piece of paper and put it in a bottle and send it in the ocean, and hopefully we'll find it eventually. Um, especially if you want to agree with John, that would be the best way to send your feedback. Um, now, John, I believe you do have our feedback tonight. Did you find it in a bottle? Yes, I did. Okay. I, Over- I find all my good ideas in bottles. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, <laughs> see. Um, earlier this week, if you've listened to 135, um, you may remember there was some contentious talk about Fabrication Shoda and me and Scott. And... Um, <laughs> I happened to post a picture of myself with Yoda and uh, in a store and uh, asked people which one was cuter. (laughs) Which one was cuter? And I have to say, Lukey Luke and Fess and Adam B, um, you guys are all on the A list and I I love you all. Um, Hyperion and Jonathan B, um, yeah, you guys are on my other list. (laughs) 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 So, and the people that like, I love when people, when you post things like, Who's cuter and people like it? You're like, well, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Luke, now, Lukey Luke said you're both equally cute in your own separate ways. So, how are you? Like, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, that's that's a tie, and 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 Ben gave it a tie too. So <laughs> they didn't say anything bad. So when you don't say anything bad, you gotta you gotta you know call it a win. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair I enough. I just don't like the look on his face. He just the eyes. There's something with the eyes. Well, we own him in our house, and we think he's adorable. <laughs> You're not allowed to own another thing, Scott. Like you can't own living creatures. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Thanks for um, uh, pointing me in the right direction on that one, Adam. There, there was two of them on the shelf there, and neither of them had sold the last time I was in there. Bad taste. All I can say, bad taste. Oh, if that was gone. <laughs> I really like oh, the Batman. I haven't seen that one. Oh, I've seen, um, when I got the um, Yoda for Miss 13, it was a, a little present and there was Batman as well. And I just could not decide. So I just texted her and said, Batman or Yoda? Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? For what? And I'm like, I can't tell you. Just like Batman or Yoda. And she's like, mm, I've got more Batman things. So Yoda. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> But the Batman is super cute. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, in case you're wondering, the store I was at that actually had those was Walgreens. Oh my gosh! I know. It's crazy, isn't my it? My childhood memory of Walgreens is oh, uh, actually no, that's Woolworths. <laughs> oh, I loved Woolworths. Yeah, ours well, was two stories. You had to go downstairs to the toys and the, the like. Woolworths in America is it still around or is it gone? Um, it's gone okay I'm pretty sure totally different thing from Woolworths here is one of our main you know grocery store things but the Woolworths 
that we had in the States growing up was a dime store, basically, wasn't it? Like, and it had a, a soda bar. What, what do you yeah. call it? Uh, it had like a little diner area. Yeah, bars did. Yeah, diner. You get milkshakes and that sort of stuff. It's very I, cool. I remember going there with my grandparents a lot. That's good memories. Oh. And they also had one of the uh, larger video game sections during the Atari era in town. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And... And this is for the comic book people. They actually had a spinner rack. And I remember um, after Return of the Jedi came out, that's actually how I got back into Star Wars comics. Was uh, I, I picked one up off of a spinner rack and, and then started looking after that every month. At, at Woolworths? At Woolworths. Oh, how cute. Uh, that, yeah, that's right. A mainline store with, with a spinner rack for comics. Oh, I remember that mm. for sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Crazy. Well, before we um, wander any further down memory lane, mm-hmm. I think we should uh, wrap this up. Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. It has. As always. And I am going to say goodbye and go with the traditional good night, Argentina. Good night. Farewell. To all, the, to all the men and women serving worldwide, peace and come back safe. Bye. Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 137, for the week of Wednesday, the 8th of October, 2014. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. Adam. And John. This episode is brought to you by the Pop Culture Superstore and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the sideshow collector... Hey, I'm not reviewing that, man. <laughs> yes, you are. Not, I didn't get one. I told you I wasn't getting one. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't know I was doing Toy of the Week. If yeah. they don't run the <laughs> classic costume, I'm not getting it. <laughs> With the way that these go, you know, like, I mean, my I just got my Superman Premium format. Like, hello. So I um, yeah. still don't have my Sinestro. Like, you know, the, there you go. We'll see. That's the that's the other email you regularly get from Sideshow, the uh, the change to your FlexPay sh- schedule. Yeah. And it's being extended by another three months. So Yeah. Now, Ben, before we go on, um, I don't know if it's just me or if something's happened to the time-space continuum, um, but you sound like you have been like slowed down is that just me <laughs> it sounds like we're protecting his voice yeah you know like how on those um like you know shows where it's but like you know not. he has to have his identity protected and so they they make his voice sound deeper excellent yes so i think it might be a good idea if, <laughs> if we restart the call
um, and just give me a moment because I'm going to go out until the mini sleepover that's happening outside that they're all about to lose their limbs if they don't shut up. Okay, so just I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and I'll call back in a tick. Okay. So, all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, this is not Ben. <laughs> and uh, if you have uh, any suggestions for other characters that you would like us to do a toy history on, then please send them in and uh, we'll talk Gambit. about somebody send in Gambit. Uh, like any proper characters, like real superheroes that you want to send in, let us know. And we'll talk about how to do that in just a moment when we come back with feedback. That was just desperate, John. <laughs> that was just sad and desperate. <clears throat> I figure if somebody sends it in, we're more likely to do it than if I just say Oh, it. please. Super Samurai. If anyone sends it in, then we'll, we'll obviously know it's a John Plant 